This podcast is intended solely for blind and print-impaired audiences and is brought to you by the Radio Talking Book Service in Omaha, Nebraska. It's time now for today's edition of Community Conversations. It's the interview program in which we dialogue with voices from the Omaha community. And here's your host for Community Conversations. Let's welcome Cammie Carlisle. Well, hello, and thanks so much for tuning in to Community Conversations today. Indeed, we have Marion Weaver in today. She's the care coordinator for Vandeneck and Weaver LLC, a law firm. Marion, welcome. How are you today? Cammie, thank you so much for inviting me to speak on elder care and share life care planning services that we offer at Vandenick Weaver with your listeners. Absolutely. Really appreciate it. Thank you. It's so important. I know a lot of our uh, listeners are a little bit older. I have an elderly mom. So this, I'm really excited to talk about this. So tell us, though, a little bit about yourself. How did you even get to this position? Well, Cammie, I was born and raised in Omaha here. Um, I've been married 35 years, three adult children, three grandchildren, six siblings, lots of nieces and nephews uh-huh. with a with a 95-year-old dad that lives across the street. So ah. I am Omaha bred. Oh, I it. went to Creighton University, actually, and graduated with an occupational therapy degree. Ah. And I've spent most of my career working as an OT in skilled nursing facilities mm-hmm. and home health. Um, I've worked for several companies in skilled nursing facilities So I worked in many of the buildings in Omaha and Fremont, Uh along with independent communities, assisted living communities, memory cares, all trying to get patients back at home with a focus on being safety and quality of life. Uh So that's my background. That's amazing. So you've got all the background. You're in the right place then to talk about this kind of stuff. So tell us, um, tell us about the organization and what, what everything that you do there. Well, I'm currently a healthcare provider working at Vandenick Weaver Law Firm as per- part of their life care planning team. Mm-hmm. And I am just thrilled to be there because for most of my career, I've worked after crisis has already happened, as oh. I said, in skilled nursing and in home health. And sure. I get the opportunity now to actually work with prevention to try to prevent crisis from happening mm-hmm. with their life care planning division. So just to explain, about two and a half years ago, mm-hmm. Vandenick Weaver wanted to expand our services to walk with their clients on the entire life care planning journey okay. and just not stop at the legal documents signed. Sure. So typically, clients would come in and have their estate plans done. They'd sign their wills. They'd set up their medical power of attorneys, financial power of attorneys, mm-hmm. and The attorneys were finding that they were asking questions and they needed more assistance with navigating the healthcare maze for for either themselves or a loved one. Mm -hmm. So these questions were out of an attorney's realm of practice and they wanted to be able to provide services to walk with their clients on this entire journey through life. Mm -hmm. So they hired me, a healthcare professional. (laughs) And then they expanded into life care planning. Aha. So I see how this is all coming together now. So elder care, elder care law. So is this a new thing or has this been around for a while or maybe the last couple of decades or? Elder care has really picked up speed actually in the last few decades. Okay. As we're looking ahead at the baby boomer population mm-hmm. and the projected higher demand for elder care services and senior living communities. Um, there's a great number of people who wish to remain in their home. Right. So the resources here have expanded as well in the attempt to keep them safe yet living their best quality of life. 
Of course. Did you say your dad is still in his own home? He is. He 95 lives across the street. So that's amazing. I get the privilege of. <laughs> Well, he gets the privilege of taking care of me probably more now. Right. I love <laughs> that. I love that he's in his own home. My mom is still in hers. She's 83. But we're going to see. Hopefully she can stay there for a bit longer. We will see. But that is lovely because you're right. So many elders do not want to leave their home. Do you blame them? Yes, absolutely. If I you mean, that, that's usually their question. But as we, we get into things, you'll see that there are so many options. Right. You know, there yeah. there are great options out there as well. So you mentioned the baby boomers, and somebody uh, that was on here with me recently said like 6,000 are retiring every single day. That is like crazy. So we're going to see a lot of need for elder care and life planning. So do you see this trend continuing? I mean, obviously so, as the baby boomers continue to retire. You all are going to be really busy, right? Yeah, absolutely. You <laughs> okay. probably, you've probably seen around town all of the senior living communities that yeah. are popping up. and. Yeah. The, the resources have just boomed, just like the baby boomer population. Right. I think they all have waiting lists, too. So it's a thing. Everybody's retiring. Right. And yeah. that's why you want to plan ahead, because if crisis happens, you don't want to be in that situation where you don't have choices. Exactly. And you don't have options. Exactly. So life care planning. Now, is this a new concept for law firms, or is this something that also has been around for a while? Well, life care planning is a new approach to elder law. And the goal of life care planning is to promote and maintain the good health, okay. safety, and well-being and quality of life of elders and their families, along with protecting their assets. Mm -hmm. You know, traditional elder care law, Cami, just focused on saving the elders money to oh. pass on to the next generation. Okay. So this has been a complete turn in, um, in the approach to elder care law. Sure, because we've got to think more than about their money. I mean, they're still alive, and they deserve dignity and to be taken care of. So in life care planning, I know it's a lot, but can you tell us some of the issues that the aging population may face and then how like life care planning can help? Well, some of the, the non-legal issues mm -hmm. that the aging population face are going to be health care challenges, okay. you know, just general challenges as you age, along with chronic conditions. Yeah. So you want to take a look at what does that look like as I age and, you know, what supports might I need, mm -hmm. what referrals and resources are out there. Um, one of the issues is going to be mobility and independence. Yep. Because you want to look at is it safe to continue to live at home or mm -hmm. should I begin looking for a community possibly with a continuum of care right. within the community? That means they'll go sometimes all the way from independent living to skilled nursing. Mm -hmm. And you can stay in stay in that room if you don't want to leave should you need assisted living services. Right. And you want to look at safety and try to decrease the risk of falls. So mobility is important. Definitely look at social isolation and yes. loneliness. Uh -huh. That is an issue because there's an increased risk for suicide among this population. And there are so many resources out there, I want to stress that, to especially help the elders find purpose mm -hmm. and combat loneliness. I know um, the Office on Aging used to at least offer grandparent programs and oh, yeah. senior centers, friendship groups that might call you daily. Mm -hmm. So tap into those resources so you don't... Uh, lead into social isolation. Yeah, and I think that really became apparent during COVID. I think for a lot of us with older parents, I don't know about you, but I felt like with some of the elders during COVID is when we really realized how really lonely they were. And now that COVID is not really a thing, 
um, they're still lonely. That hasn't changed, right? So it's important that we take all of these things into account. So absolutely. What all does life care planning encompass? I mean, how how does it work? How do we do it? Well, life care planning encompasses the legal, financial, and personal needs. Okay. So you're not just looking at the law, but as I stated, you're going to also look at personal needs, which is where I come in with the care coordination services. Mm-hmm. And I want to list a couple of the services that these are things that I would provide as a care coordinator. Okay. You know, we can go into clients' homes and kind of assess what's going on, the safety and the quality of life issues that have popped up and help them create some personal care plans. Okay. I can assist with having, uh, navigating the healthcare system for appropriate resources and referrals. Mm-hmm. I can uh, coordinate and monitor non-medical in-home care or home health and, po- and hospice. Okay. Um, we can educate the community and lead them to resource support for caregivers okay. while arranging some respite care because we don't want to forget about those caregivers right. for those people staying at home. Uh-huh. Uh, we're medical advocates for the health care providers in long-term care facilities, and we can attend care plans there. We can attend doc- uh, physician's appointments, communicate to family members, assist with any residential planning to help people um, even sell their homes, move to a new place, get set up. Okay. We can assist with senior community tours to help find the right living environment for that person because all senior communities are different. You know, right. do you want the big town feel or the or the small rural feel? And crisis management is big. A lot of people will contact us after there has been a crisis because right. they need help. Right. So this doesn't matter. So if you're at home, you're in a care facility, you will come to them and help. Absolutely. We'll walk with them. I love that. So I didn't know that you can help with home stuff like uh, in-home care and hospice. Right. So we don't actually provide the care. But you suggest who maybe they could use? Right. We can set up resources. So we've we've created a database and we um, we have resources and can, can direct you or help set up things for whatever the needs are. Are that pop up. Ah, okay. And same for like uh, when you are recommending maybe a place like assisted living, same thing. You can just suggest where they might go look. Absolutely. Should they want us to help them find the right senior living community, we have questions to ask them to help um, to help direct them in in the right direction of what they may be looking for. Right. So we will ha- we will go through an assessment with them and find out what actually are you looking for. That's amazing. And then we have the resources and oh, and I the knowledge that. of all the places as I've said I've worked in plenty of them. Right? Do we have so enough have. places for all the boomers to go? <laughs> well, there is a waiting list like oh, you said in every place, right? And new facilities and communities are popping up every day. Mhm. I think we're going to have to keep building them to keep up with this group of boomers. Absolutely. That's my, the way the trend. It's crazy. My mother-in-law is on a wait list over here for a manual and 10, she's number 10. Is and that she calls every day and that number has not changed. Is that okay? <laughs> is that right? <laughs> I don't so think you, it's going to change, but I think everywhere is a waiting list. So would you suggest that if somebody needs help, contact you Waiting list, but let's go look. Let's give you the right places to go look. Absolutely. And even if your mind is telling you, I'm so far away from that, all of these places have open houses, usually in the fall. Yep. Go tour. See who lives there. See yeah. what the environment is like. So should you should you need this place, you're right. not going in clueless. Right. You're have going some in. lunch. Try their food. Absolutely. Right? Some of these places have amazing the, food. Oh. The, <laughs> it's like, what? That is absolutely, you know. 
a lot of times people have that old stigma thinking, oh, it's a nursing home. I right. never want to go there. Right. But, Cami, when I go into these places, I like to think of them as fraternities and sororities yeah. for the senior population oh, because yeah. they can do activities, socialization. Like you said, the food is amazing. They take you on outings. Yeah, they do. They're definite quality of life. Oh, yeah. It's not at all like what it used to be. No. I remember back, way back. But yeah, it's crazy. All the stuff they have to do for folks. I mean, doesn't matter. You want to go somewhere, they'll take you. You right. want to do some crafts? Let's do it. So go in and take a look and yeah. see how, how things have changed. And I think I like how you said, look now, even if you're not ready, because life happens. Life happens and it happens fast and sometimes you're not expecting things. And I like that you suggest before the crisis. Absolutely. Before the crisis, get your ducks in a row. Prevention. Prevention offers peace of mind. Yeah, it really does. I'm thankful my mom has her ducks in a row, but it's still a lot. So who would be the ideal candidate then for life care planning? Well, Cami, especially those over age 65 okay. and older, mm-hmm. but um, anyone who may have health concerns or disabilities or parents of those with special needs, especially adult parents, mm-hmm. um, you'll want to get all your legal documents in place before this, but incorporate the entire life plan as you age. Mm-hmm. So first, you want to be sure all those legal documents are in place. Right. So tell us what legal documents should be in place. Um, the the health care power of attorney, okay. you'll want to ch- appoint someone. The financial power of attorney, you want to get your wills and your estate plan done. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people want to put in some health care directives okay. so they can be specific. Like don't resuscitate. Is that what you're talking about? Sure. A okay. DNR. Got it. Okay. So health care. Okay. I'm just taking notes here. I got to go check with my mother and make sure she's got so all the- these. <laughs> I think she does, but just checking. So is there... Is, is it right? Life care planning is part of elder care law. Is that a true statement? Well, life care planning actually started in in the 90s okay. in Tennessee with an attorney. Oh. And he was the one that first thought we should have health care services within legal firms. Right. So then the life care planning law firm association is a network of law firms within the country okay. that will also offer healthcare services on top of the legal services. And that started in about 2005. Really? Of which we are members. Ah. And Nick Weaver is a member of that. So it is a a newer concept. Yes. Yeah. That's interesting that it's a newer concept, but yet it seems to make a lot of sense because you're going to need a lawyer to write up all these different things. So why not just have a one-stop shop? Yes. And absolutely. You know, Cami, throughout my career, I always thought, as I told you, I worked in communities after the crisis happened. And right. I always thought there's so much more that could be done to prevent these these seniors from ending up in the skilled nursing facilities. Yep. And then we have to decide, is this person safe to go back to assisted living or independent living? And right. we go do those assessments. And a lot of times, they could not go back right? due to, you know, falls. I'm sure everyone has heard that falls is oh. the number one. Yes, it is. I can reason a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, no and, good. Mm-hmm. So with the crisis thing, I just want to point out, too, that you said that you always had to deal with it afterwards. And now, again, we're suggesting that people go get this done before the crisis, because it doesn't matter how small or how big that crisis is. It's a crisis. And it's such a peace of mind to know that your parent or your elder or whoever you're dealing with, maybe even yourself, that you do have your ducks in a row. Right. And the crisis affects, you know, not only the legal documents that can be signed. Let's say the crisis leaves you cognitively impaired. Right. Have you appointed 
people that you want in your life to make those decisions for you? And have you communicated with your family so that they do know what your wishes will be? Right. And that has to include burial, I'm guessing. Does that include funerals and stuff like that? And I mean, literal end of life. A lot of people will will um, get their burial plans in place. Right. Yes, right. Because you might as well, right? Take that pressure off everybody else Absolutely. and have it in, in place. It's a gift to the family. Right, when that happens. So the right time to sign up is now before the crisis. That that is correct. So when somebody comes out to see you, um, I'm like you said, a lot of times it's probably family members. So what happens? You sit down and you have a talk with them and you kind of get the lay of the land and the history. And then what happens after that? Is that when you do go visit maybe their house or? Yes. So if they come in for a life care planning consultation, we will have an attorney and myself, a care coordinator, okay. work with them so that we can cover the legal documents. We can cover the financial issues, asset protection and should they want my services, I will hop on board. And a lot of times, like you said, their first question might be, I don't feel like mom or dad is safe at home. Right. Will you go out to their home and just do a little assessment and give us your thoughts? What can we do to try to make the home safer? Right. And I will jump into action. You know, if the plan is we want to stay at home as long as possible, mm -hmm. let's get as many resources. A lot of times it might be environmental changes that me need to be made in the home. Right. If the bathroom is an unsafe situation, mm. you know, lots of times those toilet seats are pretty low. Yes. Um, difficulty bathing, getting into a bathtub. Right. We might have to make some changes and that I will uh, walk with the family to find all the right resources. Okay. Chairlifts, you know, going up and down a lot of those older homes have the laundry in the basement. Yes. And so many falls down the stairs, but yes. mom wants to keep doing the laundry. So are you are you looking into my life? Oh, <laughs> let's get a chair left. I'll have to meet your mother. Yes, you will. <laughs> well, it's funny, too, because here in Nebraska, we all have basements, right? Much to our chagrin. Yes. It's like, and, oh, the laundry is down there and to get to the car is down there, which she can't drive anymore. But but yeah, so you go in and look at stuff like that. And what about like kitchen stuff? I mean, anything around the house where they may be unsafe. You're going to tell them. Absolutely. And not only physically, but looking cognitively. Mm -hmm. You know, are, is mom forgetting to turn off the stove and the children show up in the morning and the stove is on? Yeah. You want to look at the whole picture. Right. The holistic approach to find out how are we going to make this happen if this is the desire of mom? Right. Yeah. Or, or do we need to start looking for plan B? Ugh. So many of them want to stay home. I mean, I get it. It's your house. It's where you've been. Your stuff is there. That's where you're the most comfortable, the most safe. But sometimes things change. And sometimes you got to convince your parents to change. So do you help with that? <laughs> Absolutely. With the communication. Oh. We always say, I mean, communication is key. We right. all know that. Right. But this is a, tuppy, a touchy subject. It is. And a lot of um, the elderly don't want to face it, as well as children. Right. But it's just, it's a scary thing. And so the more you can communicate and get this pre-planning done, yep. you will be so thankful. Yes. I, I got to tell you, you're absolutely right. And it's funny as families... Because my sister and I are doing this, and I'm like the strong one. She like every time my mom is like, "Don't resuscitate me," she starts bawling, and I'm like, "It's fine, mom, we got you." But it's 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 an important thing, right? It's good to know that because when you're setting up your healthcare power of attorney, mm -hmm. you want the person who's going to go through with your wishes. Yes, exactly. And, you know, the attorneys will talk to you about that, about the choices that you make. Do you assign one person? Do you assign two person? Uh -huh. They have all those answers, but. 
but um, yeah, get the right person to carry out the right tasks for you yeah. so your wishes can be fulfilled. And it's a lot. I mean, a life lived is a life lived. And if you get to make it to your 80s or your 90s, I mean, that's a lot of stuff to deal with, literally. Absolutely. So I just absolutely love that this is here. Are, are you the only one in Omaha that offers this, or is this starting to become more of a, a thing for other law firms? The, the, you know, more law firms around the country are delving into this. Okay, good. But it's it's fairly new for the state of Nebraska here. Right. Well, I got to tell you, I think it's brilliant. I don't know why everybody isn't doing it. Because if you don't go to a lawyer to do this, I don't know. What do people do? They just go online. There's all kinds of online things. But that's not so, mm, I don't know. Sure. We we like that if you Google mm-hmm. elder care, you're going to pop up a lot of a lot of things. If you want that life care plan mm-hmm. and somebody to walk with you every step of the way, answering right. those questions, directing you to the right resources, being on board, being right. in communication. You know, we have lots of clients where their family might not even be in, uh, might be in Omaha or right. might not be in Omaha. And right. so they're looking for somebody to kind of be an angel yeah. and, and walk with that elder parent through the journey oh and let them know if there are changes going on. Oh, I can't even imagine. You know, Cami, a lot of times we get a lot of calls around holidays mm. because during holidays, the family comes home mm-hmm. and they really see what's going on because yep. maybe you're staying for the week overnight yeah. at your parents' home again. And they didn't tell you. And they didn't tell you. You know, when you talk on the phone for 10 minutes a day, you don't get the same feel as what's really going on. Right. You're like, mom's alive. I talked to her. It's cool. Until you go over... And you're sure. like, she can't walk. She can't get down the stairs. She's having troubles with this. So getting that one-on-one is, is important. And in the role that I have right now, I don't act as an occupational therapist anymore. Right. But I use all of the knowledge that I have gained over the past 35 years. Oh, I'm sad to say. <laughs> <laughs> but as still, an, it comes in handy. Right, right. To know what to try to identify and what are red flags. Do you have any awesome success stories you could share? Oh, gosh. I'm I sure there's a ton, of right? Success stories. I mean, we have set up, like I identified those people that cannot go into the basement. It's a simple solution, getting that chairlift that yep. goes up and down the stairs. Yep. Such easy things to do. Allowing people, if they want to, to stay in their homes for as long as possible. Right. You know, m- most people, or I shouldn't say most, but a lot of people don't realize that just setting up non-medical care services mm-hmm. in your home is a is a huge thing to get a couple hours a day or a couple hours a week. Right. So like a visiting nurse or maybe even like delivery of like Meals on Wheels, just something to make your life a little easier sure. and help. Meals meals on Wheels. The other thing is home health. Now, home health is oh. a medical service. That's different than okay. non-medical home care. Okay. But a lot of people don't um, know that they can really speak with their physician we encourage go to your primary care physician and let them know what's going on if you've had a decline, mm-hmm. if if things have changed in your home, and that physician can order home care for you yes. so that therapy can come in, an occupational therapist, a mm-hmm. physical therapist, a bath aid for a period of time right. just to help strengthen you and identify problems and get you back on track. 
So just knowing that the appropriate avenues sometimes to tap into resources. Right. You know, all resources don't cost. A lot of people think, well, I don't have the money. Right. But there are there are so many organizations like you guys with Radio Talking Book Service, mm-hmm. organizations out there that want to help. Yeah, absolutely. With identified problems. And if you don't know, Marion can help. Absolutely. You've got the list. You've got all kinds of lists, I'm sure. Yes. And this is, <laughs> I am passionate about helping seniors. I can that tell. And I love my that. area. So we only have a few minutes left. I want to make sure that we have talked enough about life care planning and everything that it entails. Because, again, we want to encourage those of you, if you haven't done this with your parents or maybe even for yourself, and now is the time. Do not wait for the crisis, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, so besides the papers that are the obvious things like health care, power of attorney, the financial, the wills and all that good stuff, is there anything missing that we didn't talk about for life care planning? Um, well, we, we discussed the three main areas. Mm-hmm. I like to focus on my own area of care coordination, but Vandenek Weaver LLC is not just a life care planning law firm. That's right. You guys do a lot. So some of the other services that our law firm as a whole provides, okay. the attorneys do estate and legacy planning. Mm. They do asset protection, which we identified. They are tax attorneys. A lot of times as, as you age, there are some tax issues. Yep. They do business services, real estate law, health care law and mental health and professional licensing. Wow. I think you have it covered. So, right. I'm, I, I'm just <laughs> like, a piece of one division. This is like a one-stop shop, this place. It is. So, really, so it doesn't matter if you're elderly or not, if you've got real estate questions or tax or anything. But, again, for your elders, one-stop shop. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, love it. So, if somebody wants to get a hold of you and they want to come on in, what is where is your office located? Is it here in Omaha? Yes, we are on a hundred and seventieth and Pacific. Okay. So the office is one seven zero zero seven Marcy Street. Okay. Suite three. Okay. Perfect. And if you want to reach out to us, yes. you can go online VWTlawyers.com. Okay. Very phone, good. Phone number is four zero two. 504-1300. Okay, 504-1300. Got it. So if you are listening, thank you for listening. And again, this is something that is a serious topic but needs to be taken care of probably before the crisis. And Marion Weaver, I, I know that you can help all of our elders. Is there anything that we forgot to mention? I think we talked about it. I think we talked about it all. I would just encourage everyone, you know, number one, Get the, I encourage you to get, get things in place, especially legal documents and personal, personal needs. Start right. thinking about that and right. know that there are so many resources out there. If you just ask, they can be identified and yeah. help can be there. Absolutely. And I know that a lot of, like we touched on the loneliness part and it's like, even if you're alone, still call. It's so important that you take care of you and you have everything lined up for the end of your life. Because a lot of people, I think, just think, oh, and it's like, no, you, you have all, you got a house full of stuff. You have, you know, a person that lived a whole full life. You got to wrap that up. You got to get them buried. I mean, it's a big thing. And I, as I said before, it, it is a gift to your children. Yes, it is. It really, that's like I'm saying, my mom right now is in crisis, but the fact that we know she has her ducks in a row, I'm like, okay, that's a good thing. Uh-huh. We got that. I don't have to worry about that. I just have to worry about her. Right? Right, right. So that's the ultimate end goal is just to be there to be able to take care of them that's without cool. any stress. <laughs> 
<laughs> You've got it, Cammy. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. All right. One last time. Will you give us your website one more time? The website is V W T Lawyers L A W Y E R S dot com. Dot com. Okay, perfect. So again, any kind of life planning or elder care, please give them a call. Don't wait. Marion, it has been a true delight talking with you today. I feel like I have so many more questions off the air for you. But again, thank you. And I'm glad that you are here for us and for the elders. Cammie, thank you so much for inviting me. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for listening to Community Conversations on Radio Talking Book Service. You've been listening to Community Conversations on Radio Talking Book. It's the interview program that brings you voices from the Omaha community. The Radio Talking Book Network is brought to you with the cooperation of KIOS-FM in Omaha and statewide through the facilities of NET Radio and Television. We've been proudly serving our blind and visually impaired listeners for 46 years. Thank you for being a loyal Radio Talking Book listener and supporter.